Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pen Pals Pop Podcast. I'm your pen pal, Egg. With me, as always, is... Josh, TG, Josh. Yeah. Uh, yep, that's it. Nailed in one. <laughs> Ooh. Is that... Are you the one who looks the entire podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I think, um... Have I said before that if we had a drinking game where someone had to drink every time we sang on this podcast, we'd have we'd be responsible for so many alcoholic poisoning deaths? Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Well, it was so good I had to bring it back. Yep. Yep, rule of threes. What have, uh, what have you been up to, Jess? Um, nothing. Just to work. And falling into a black hole of loneliness and despair Ooh. what about you oh um that's just been a shit camper is coming back that's <laughs> I'm back people that's right we haven't talked about that in the podcast uh yeah the a couple episodes ago I uh went into the doctor to get a bump on my knee looked at and the doctor uh froze it off and said, hey, if this comes back, uh, you should come look at me because then we'll have to take a sample off make sure that's not cancer. Because uh, if it comes back, it could be cancer and uh, the darn thing come back. Come on back. Mm-hmm. Brought it around time. Yeah. Wish, uh, wish I could have scheduled a appointment before I started my new job, but that's okay. Oh. Well, yeah, well, you should, you know, your Wednesday's free, so maybe you can go on down there and get that thing like that. <laughs> that that'd probably be a good idea. But you won't. Uh, no, I'll try and make an appointment for Wednesday. It's actually a really good idea. And maybe get that pussy. <laughs> what, what Jess is referring to is, of course, um, the new prostitute I found. Um, we started a great professional relationship. Oh, I apologize. How long has prostitute been offensive? It's been for a while. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sex workers. We're not talking about a sex worker. No. Well. Okay, so um, I live in my own studio apartment by myself now, which is has its pros and cons. But <laughs> and my address is one two three none your fucking business. Um, <laughs> sorry. And um, I was talking to my grandmother uh, right before I moved in, and she had a barn cat who got some surgery and couldn't be an outside cat anymore. And she was saying, "Oh, I just, I just can't find anybody to take this little fella." And uh, it's a real shame. I don't know what we'll be able to do with him. And I said, well, Grandma, you know I'm getting my own place. I could take him in. And uh, one thing led to another. And little Iggy is going to be joined by Stripes the Cat pretty soon Stripes. here. Stripes. He's 10 years old. Yeah, he's 10 years old. He had a urinary tract infection. And um, he's he's probably the closest version of me that a cat can be. Yeah, you're both, you're both. 
um, I don't know, you're both sweet. Mm-hmm. You both like to eat things that you shouldn't eat. Right. He tried to eat my phone. I tried to eat anything else. Yeah. Um. um he pee. He he's really good at peeing in his litter box. I'm really good about peeing in my litter box. There you go. There's. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's one glaring difference between the two of us, and that is because of the surgery. Uh, when I went in to visit Stripes, his entire butt and backside was completely shaven clean, to allow for easy access to the skin. And as has been well documented, my butthole is a jungle that rivals the Amazon in uh, square footage and density. And I have pictures that I will be selling. Anyone that you know, sure, that's one you can add Gmail back up. That's right. <laughs> yep. Yep. So if you see a gray cat for this episode's thumbnail instead of our usual logo, it's probably. Uh, my soon-to-be cat stripes. So, leave a like. Wait, you're gonna make the cat the new logo? I well, no, not the new logo. It would just be for this episode. Oh. I don't well, have you know, to. I have a, I have a cat. You know, for uh, getting rasped <laughs> to uh, use her as a thumbnail for an episode. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on. So. Yeah, you said that you like her, and uh, oh well, I guess I see how she rings. Wait, wait. Okay, send me, send me some pics of your cat, and I'll th- I'll throw them up on, on three v- episodes of ours. No, you know what? The gestures doesn't mean anything anymore. No, it means no. I love your cat. She's such a cutie. I mean, technically, she's in the pro- she's in the picture technically, but that's an animated cartoon version of her. It's true. But it captures the anger. <laughs> can you can you tell the audience the story about her that you told me the other day when you were picking her up? Trying to think. Uh, you said I'm not gonna let you go, and then she reacted. Or like you're never getting away. You tell the story. I apparently don't remember it. Oh, well, the last time we hung out, you said that you were like, oh, can can we say her name, right? That's public knowledge, right? Sure. Yeah. You were holding uh, Gizmo, like, <laughs> above you as you laid in bed, and you are like, uh, I'm not going to let you go. You're never going to get away. And then a while later, she stuck her hind claw, like, in your throat and twisted. Oh, and- yes, because she did and I had the mark.
See, that's my that's my favorite thing about cats is they know when shit is going down. It's going down for real. Yep. Yep. So um. One time I walked in that song I was playing and I walked in on two people fucking. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tale for a different. Oh. A different oh God. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you saying? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, I just turned around and left and went back to the party. God. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Me too. That didn't bother me. At all. No, I believe it. I, um... I am an asexual, but I am not sexual pulsed, and nudity does not phase me. No. At all. No, you're actually, speaking-wise, you, I know for a fact sexual, sexual stuff doesn't bother you, because you've said some of the, I, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this, because it's not sexually aggressive. Probably vulgar is the word. Yes, vulgar, vulgar is a good way to put it. Yes. Yeah. One of my. No, sorry. Yeah, I think it's good. One of the one of the funniest things you've ever told me. This might have to get bleeped, but uh, (laughs) you told me a while ago uh, when we both declared ourselves as English education majors that like you just looked at me randomly and were like. You know when you're a teacher, you can't fuck your students, right? And I was like, yes, of course. Well, I do say some pretty weird things. <laughs> it's like, uh, that'll probably get bleep, but for the record, I know that you can't do that. So, let's do the podcast. Yeah, we should get into it. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, great first books, movies, or seasons in a series uh, books that really just grabbed you and said listen up fucko you're gonna want to sit your ass down and pay attention to this shit oh all right <laughs> all right uh-huh. okay do you all right okay <laughs> um one of the ones that sticks out in my head is the uh rick Rorden. Uh, writer of Percy Jackson series wrote a sequel series that was called the heroes of Olympus. And the first book of that focuses on like, uh, someone who was the son of a Roman God instead of a Greek God. And he had lost all of his memories. Son of Neptune, I believe. Huh? The son of Neptune, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, or was it the, Oh, maybe that's what it's called. Son of Neptune might have been the second one, actually, because it's kind of... The first one and the second one are very similar things with which... With this kid who's the son of a Roman god, forgets his memories and goes to a Greek camp, and then Percy Jackson forgets his memories and goes to Roman camp for a while. Oh. But, um... I thought it was an interesting way to expand a universe that, like... 
we I already thought I knew everything there was to know about. Well, you did. No. That's how Not you are. at all. No. How about... Nope. Yeah, okay, so the first one was the Lost Hero, and then the second one was the Son of Neptune. You were right. How about you? What are what are some good firsts for you? Uh, the first time, um, let's see, some good firsts. Mm, uh, I don't really name, oh, um, put me on the spot here. Sorry. Um, I can keep. I usually don't like the first thing. Like, it takes me. It's hard for me to get into the series because I don't like the first book, but I tend to like the subsequent books. Like Harry Potter, I hate the first like two books, but after that, same with the movies. After that, I'm like, okay, this is good. So I'm weird like that. No, no, I get that. I um, I struggle to watch the first seasons of TV shows, especially. Yeah, like, that. I mean, I do that somewhat better. Like, I like the first season of Riverdale, and the show went to shit. Yes, yes. I'm going to watch season three, soon. I probably should watch season two and three. I think you should watch Stranger Things, anyway. Is Stranger Things funny? Probably learn it. Alright. I forget you're a scaredy cat. Well, listen, I was, I was shooting a YouTube video for Wicked which is a musical about the Wicked Witch of the West. And and during that, I uh, about halfway through the video, I started, like, checking over my shoulder to make sure oh that, gosh. like, nothing was going to sneak up on me from my bathroom. Like, I live in a studio apartment. There's no, there's almost no hiding places. Like, I don't know what I was expecting. That's funny. Wicked Wicked is a, a really good first book. Um I've not read the other books in the series because Son of a Witch. Huh? Son of a Witch. Son of a Witch is the second one, and then A Line Among Men is the third. And then there's one more, I believe. Yeah. Um But and the reason I haven't is because I <laughs> I don't care what happens in Oz once Dorothy and the witch are gone. Like, oh. everything that was familiar to me left. So there's nothing, like, it, there's nothing that anchors me to the story anymore. There, for me, there's no reason to care. All of the, almost all of the characters that were introduced in Wicked, you don't, hear from again yeah even like even like and i think he does a cool thing by setting up uh alphabet's son spoiler alert the second book is son of a witch i think he does a cool thing by like making him the main antagonist of the second book but he's barely in the first book and after the second book he's not that major of a player anymore so there's not there's nothing anchoring me to the series yeah and don't don't get me wrong the first book is 
super good. I've read it like three times, but after I I don't have incentive to look after it. He's just frightening to read after it. Huh? You're just too frightened to read after. <laughs> that is one thing. the The wicked book is incredibly dark and full of political intrigue, but uh, yeah, it'll fuck you up. I mean, I own it. I haven't read it. Oh really? Yeah. You might want to give it a try if you're ever in a book slum. I own it, and I will read it. I'm okay. I'm not being aggressive. I'm just saying. Just giving it my stamp of approval. All right, uh, I guess trying to say my stamp of approval. What? Nothing. I'm gonna watch Stranger Things. Well, what other series do you like? The first book of. Um. Let me think. The first. I, I was actually going to say the first season of Riverdale I thought was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The, second, the first episode of season two was great, too. It really was. It's probably the only episode of TV that I watched and made me, like, scream in delight. Yeah. Yeah. And I just moaning in disappointment. <laughs> That's a great explanation for what's going on in that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of too many more. No. No. Oh, first. that um star wars uh the force awakens is a really good first movie in a trilogy well, yeah because it's a new hope huh yeah yeah that's true it's a new hope 40 years later yeah so like star wars fans fucking ate up the movie that was practically a copy and paste of a new hope and then they try and do something new with Last Jedi, and this, and all the Star Wars fans go, "No, we don't like that." What you... There's nothing you can't please Star Wars fans the hardcore ones ever. It's true. Fucking go back and watch. Uh, oh, what's the name of the third one? Or I guess not. I guess the sixth one, technically. The uh, Return of the Jedi. Yes. Go back and watch Return of the Jedi. There's some scenes in there that are cringy as fuck. Like, yeah, it's pe- like, like Bubble Fett getting dragged down the Sarlacc pit and they just use a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, like, that movie runs on nostalgia. If you, I, I swear to goodness, if you took someone who'd never seen Star Wars and put that movie up against Last Jedi, Last Jedi would win every time. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. It's just a theory. You know, we can never prove it. Yeah, yeah. we can never prove it. Hey, Jess. Yeah. Would you like to play a little game? No, but let's do it anyway. Dude, and we can skip it. No, I was just kidding. I do want to play a game. Okay. Do you want to play a game? No, but hold on. I have it's Jigsaw, right? That's the little puppet's name. Yeah. Dude, I'm so disappointed that those traps were not Muppet themed. I think if they, if that movie had more puppets in it, I would be down for sure. Well, Jigsaw is a man. I mean, the puppet kid <laughs> is Billy, and the little doll thing is Billy. Did he just have it to like up the creep factor? That's a good point. Anyways, uh, this game is called Reality Check, and how this works is I'm going to read a quote. It's either going to be from a reality TV show or a work of fiction, and it's up to Jess to decide if it is reality or fiction. Alright. Does this sound good? Yeah. Okay. Here's the first Here's the first quote. I know that I didn't leave behind a child. Like, I left behind family and friends and a job. And when you say it's okay, that bothers me. Uh, reality. That's right. It's from, uh, that was from Andy in The Bachelor 18, talking to Juan Pablo. Oh. Very, <laughs> it's a very big scene in the... Uh, bachelor fandom, I would know my family is a strong part of it. You are a deal. Yeah, I did. <laughs> when I was a little kid and would have to go to bed like halfway through the episodes, I would go, <laughs> I would show up to middle school and I would ask my classmates every week who got eliminated from the bachelor or bachelorette. Did they know? No, they never did, but I always <laughs> asked. Why wouldn't you ask your parents for that good morning? Um, probably because mornings at, at my house were always a little hectic. How like, would you wait until the next week? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to wait until like, and I don't remember there being a lot of recaps on the Bachelor Bachelorette, so it was always like, like shots. I, mean, I want to say that these shows didn't even exist when I was in high school. Huh? I don't think those shows existed when I was in school. The Bachelor? I don't think so. When did it start? It started pretty early. It de- it was oh. definitely there when you were in high school. Oh, okay. But like, like it would open up on group shots and like, oh my god, we're in Aspen. It's so beautiful. And, and like, you would have to scan like the group for your favorites. Like, oh no, where's Ashley? Did did she get knocked out? Oh, there's Ashley A. I'm looking for Ashley D. Where's Ashley D? Oh, thank God, there she is. Oh my God, your parents would always be like, go to bed. Now they're like, <laughs> no, I don't. My parents' relationship with the Bachelor is weird because they'll watch it and like almost the entire time they're like man this is a terrible way to meet a partner this is this is a horrible idea this just doesn't oh, work yeah yeah the yep 
<laughs> we, anyway, I, what's the next quote? Yeah, okay. Uh, next quote. I guess I'd also be pretty pissed if I was slumming it with my little brother's sloppy seconds. Oh, that's fiction. Yes, you're correct. That's from the movie The Kissing Booth. The kissing booth, yeah. Ooh, sexy, sexy. I know that's one of the romantic, romantic comedies I got up there on Netflix. Comedy is a strong word for it. <laughs> you loved it, I bet. No, I hate that movie. It's so bad. <laughs> I so almost... got Joey King in it or whatever. It does, yes! New girl alum Joey King. Was she a new girl? She was. She was in, like, one episode of New Girl where she was mean to uh, Zoe Deschanel. I don't think that makes her an alum. <laughs> well, listen, anyway. it's the last good thing she ever made, so I wanted to give her credit for it. She was in that I'm Pretty Give Me Wishes movie. She was, yeah. She was the main character. So was uh, Barb. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also in, um, Joey King is also in, um, the Conjuring, which is a good movie. So I don't know when her stint on Ingo was. Her one episode story arc. <laughs> Alright, here's the next quote. Move it. Yeah, she's wearing jam. <laughs> Move it, Frodo, before you break the mirror. Fiction? Yep, that's from Sarah Burgess as a loser with Barb! <laughs> oh, you just love picking shitty things. <laughs> uh, there, listen. Low-hanging fruit is often the sweetest, and... Alright, 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 Okay, okay. Next quote. Trish went completely off the hook with me. She looked like a frick... She looked like frickin' Skeletor, with her big blue eyes popping out of her head, and her skeleton finger waving in my face. Reality. That's right, that was from uh, a season of Survivor. I apologize, I couldn't find which one. Now this one, this one I found, and as soon as I found it, I knew immediately that it was something that you and I and Chardonnay and Marlowe and all of our listeners could appreciate together. Love and light, stay in the positive, bitch. Fiction? <laughs> no, that's actually from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Love and light. Stay in the positive, bitch. Bitch. That came directly after the one who said that quote. <laughs> yanked the weave off of the woman's hair. There you go. That's unbelievable. It was so great. I'll have to show you the clip sometime. It was so fucking funny. Alright. Last quote. Grandpa. Pros. Superior intellect. Cons. Physically disabled. Yep, that's from Spy Kids 3D. That's from what? That's from Spy Kids 3D. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have... Oh. I, do, <laughs> I do have one more, but I thought it was so obvious that I didn't want to <laughs> include it. I'm pretty sure that you can name the, the movie that this comes from. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you think that God stays up in heaven because he too is afraid of what he's created here on earth? What is that from? Huh? What's that from? That is from Spy Kids 2, Steve Belushi. <laughs> okay. I've never watched Spy 
Oh god. It's just <laughs> Oh god. That's all I remember from the first one. <laughs> yeah, you play it in reverse, right? I know that the spy kid girl married Carlos from Big Time Rush in real life. What? Yeah, and I know that Judy, the spy kid boy, is married to Megan Trainer, who's all about the base. Right. No trouble. No trouble. But yeah, I don't... What's your name? Carmen? Yes, Carmen was her name. Yeah, she's married to Carlos from Big Time Rush. Okay, so she was, she was played by Alexa... Vega. And Vega. And then she married Carlos Pena. And now they're the Vega Penas or something. Because they were on Dancing with the Stars. And my mom watches that show pretty religiously. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It is so weird seeing... So I know she's probably like in her mid to late 20s. Maybe early 30s. But it is... It's so weird seeing her grow up. Because up until this point, I've only seen her as a kid, and I can't get that image out of my brain. Oh God, she's pre- she was pregnant. Oh, this is this is so weird. You were a spy kid. What happened to you? She got her. She had her life is good. She's not like oh why she's like. No, 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 I'm not bashing her at all. I'm just saying this is a it's a weird frame of mind shift for me. Like Poops Man Man, help us save us. But no, it's Spy Kids 2, they go to this island and on it this mad scientist Steve Belushi has created these monsters that are like mad. Yes, yes, yes. And it's and a catfish. Yes, yes. And like okay. so he holds himself he holds himself up in this like castle and refuses to leave and he's like, Do you think God stays in heaven because he too is afraid of what he's created here on earth? In this fucking kids movie, just out of the fucking blue. I love it. I love it. I love um, it. I love it. Judy so Daryl Sabra, who played Judy, doesn't freak me out as much, but I think that's because I don't find him hot. He was in Rob Zombie's Halloween, and he got beaten to death with a stick. Oh. So that was good to see. Yeah, he... Has he been in a lot since Spy Kids? Um, no, I don't think so. No. He's married to Megan Trainer. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's pretty much set for life. No, no she was real popular for like a year and now she's just like not around. Yeah. She was in that uh she was in a singing show with DJ Khaled and she was a real bitch. What's a so she she made that song, right? Yeah. She made the My Name Is No song. My name is No. My number is No. So my... Oh, right. My little brother, uh, for the longest time, 
and this story is probably not funny to anyone else, but so fucking funny to me because he gives me shit all the time for mishearing lyrics. My brother heard that song and he thought that the lyric was so the lyric is my name is no my sign is no my number is no he thought the lyric was my name is noma sanchez no my number is like the name noma space last name sanchez and i just my name is noma sanchez (laughs) and i was like weren't you confused when she brought up numbers and he was like i was yeah you thought that the song I think I my own me. I truly oh I think I found myself a cheerleader. You thought you were saying I found Juliet or something. Yeah, I thought it was either I found Juliet or Jelly Girl. <laughs> uh, I can't talk about this song, Think a Psycho. You heard it for the first time and you knew she said the line was grab a cop gun kind of crazy she's poisoned but tasty and I thought she was saying she poisoned the daisy and I was distraught <laughs> I was not she poisoned the daisy do you know how hard it is to raise a daisy in this kind of soil and you're gonna go ahead and poison it poison the daisy you fiend <laughs> you absolute fiend alright yeah. I've got some news for you if you want to hear it Welcome to Eggs Morning Report. That's my uh, that's my intro. It's the morning report. Ba-na-na-na. Two storm two storm chasers got engaged as a tornado spiraled toward them. Um, I think I saw that. They were men, right? Yeah, they were both men. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. That was a cool picture, though. Because the one played on his knee, and his voice was all crying, and there's like just a tornado showing out in the background. Right. You can tell it's a beautiful moment, but you can also tell that uh, the one on his knee wants it to, like, hurry by. Like, he's like, this is, I love you so much. We're going to have a happy life together. But not if you don't move your fucking ass back in the car. No, I think the other one was more like he did not propose to be a to it. <laughs> the one I was proposing was chill. He had, like, flip-flops on and short shorts. <laughs> like, he was just taking time. And I was like... That, that is no. my my favorite part is and i'm not gonna rag on this guy because it's a beautiful moment and i'm so jealous that you found the person he loves but he is in sweatpants and a baggy tee like you knew this was going down and was gonna live in infamy you didn't want to dress up a little bit it's, well you didn't want to tip him off but <laughs> they fair. bonded over meteorology that's how they started dating so i thought it was cute that's right their uh their first message uh to each other was hey do you actually chase tornadoes and i think that's uh that's brilliant yeah he proposed he said jeff and the tornado just tore out part of the house <laughs> you're right nobody he's died. in flip-flops nobody died from that tornado which is good because you imagine like if somebody died would you feel sick could you imagine if you could see the person getting sucked up in like the the, the <laughs> corner of the video <laughs> beautiful moment oh fuck there's sandy i just think like like i just think it would be like it's a beautiful moment and it would, it would be the most horrific photo bomb in the world that's that's just what i think
next one. Um, I don't think this one's going to take too long. I just wanted to bring it up because I don't know how I feel. So, Anne Frank wrote a diary. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, I think, I think she wrote about the embellishment. I think you're right. I think they at least moved it around and edited it yeah. at an extreme level. Well, get, per- get prepared for the sequel to Anne Frank's diary. Uh, Anne Frank's letters that she wrote to her grandmother during the Holocaust. She, uh, oh. They're going to be published in full for the first time. And in full, I should put in quotation marks because I fucking doubt it. Wow. I don't even know how I feel about that. Right? Right? It's just... <sighs> Why now? Why the... So, uh, yeah, I don't have much to say other than that, uh, other than even Anne Frank is getting a fucking sequel deal to her book, and it's just, I just don't, I just don't know how I feel. Yeah. Mm. This, uh, this last one isn't so much news, but I thought we might enjoy, listen, I've had one dream job my entire life, and... It's been to be a Disney princess. Oh. And I just want I just want to know if you and I have what it takes to be Disney princesses in Disney World. So, I don't know about that. So we're going to we're going to go through these rules here and we're going to see if we can if if we'll make it past. How how does that sound? All right, all right. Okay. Already, I feel like you're setting me up for failure, but okay. Why? Let's go. Okay. Uh, so you want to be a Disney princess? You have to look like a princess. Uh, seems pretty obvious. Uh, Snow White has to have the lipstick and eyeshadow. Blah blah blah. Listen, we have this one in the bag. Jess is easily one of the most beautiful men I've ever met before in my life. Don't patronize me, Jess. I'm not patronizing you, motherfucker. And you'll have to hide or shave the beard, which would be a shame if you got rid of it. But I think we could pull this one off. Uh, my n- nipples would be enough, I think, to hold the shirt out to make it look like I have breasts. Just because they stick out that far. Uh, just put a couple ice cubes down there and we're going to get an extra three inches out of those nipples. So we do talk about my body a lot in this podcast, don't we? I mean, you brought that up. That's that's true. But while we are on your body, you do have a bubble butt. Um, number twenty-four. Are you tall enough? Now this one's going to be a bit of a. Oh no! Uh, you have to be at least five four. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak up in there. I think you're good, but I'm six foot five. I don't think I. I don't think I'm out. Unless they want me to play, like, Brianna Tark or something. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think I'm going to work out in that. You don't think... I thought Cinderella was pretty tall. You don't think you could do Cinderella? I don't know about that. All right. Maybe Sleeping Beauty if I just lay down. 
Whoa. Okay, so Alice, Tinkerbell, and Wendy have height requirements of 410 to 54. That's what, so listen, if my mom, if the teaching thing ever doesn't work out for my mom, she can be Tinkerbell. And hey, mom, if it doesn't work out for your mom, she can go to Grand Ole Opry if she can read her McIntyre. <laughs> That's true. Just don't ask her to sing. Uh, okay, we have to fit in that dress. Now, while Disney princesses are unnaturally small in their films, their proportions are a bit more realistic in the theme parks. Well, that's nice. That's good to know. Oh, good. So I can play Pocahontas and have another one. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to lean into my anorexia to show up at work and fit in my outfit. That's good. Thanks. It does say here that your arms can't be too large, so if you're pumping iron on the rig, you better calm down if you want to be a Disney princess. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, looking average is looking good. So so that's apparently they don't want people who are too beautiful being their Disney princesses. Um, you can't have a... Oh, you can have a tattoo, but you either have to cover it with makeup... Or having a place you can't see. I don't think your tattoo is all that noticeable. I mean, it's on my forearm, so it probably is. Right, but they already wear those, like, elbow-long gloves. I suppose that's true. Listen, I'm not forcing... I'm I'm just saying... I'm just saying this is a available road to you. I don't want to be a Disney princess. Okay, you don't have to be. (laughs) All right, then. You can be Mushu. Oh my god. The, uh, the, apparently the second string... The second string Mulan is often Mushu. Uh, make up your face up. Don't let your hair down. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played anything at Disney World. Unless I was like the gorilla from Tarzan or something. Yeah. It does say here that sometimes the princesses have to wear colored contacts, and that just um, that just knocks me out of the running. I just can't. I already, I already have beautiful green eyes. That's true. They, you can't get better than that. Right. I just, I can't, I would, I'm going to need glasses someday, um, which is fine, but I will never be able to wear contacts. I can't stand the idea of something touching my eye. You know? Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. No? Actually, right now, I'm touching my eyeball just oh. to prove. Yep. Oh. Yep. yep. That's, uh. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. So, uh... Yeah, that's right. We're gonna be uh, recording a podcast face to face in the apartment, doing a commentary. We got some new episode ideas coming, like some new like non podcast episodes, but they'll be uploaded to the podcast. But they're gonna be a different type of episode. I think you're all gonna enjoy them. Yeah. Are we trying to keep it a secret? Are we trying to? Yeah, we'll surprise that. Also, also keep your eyes on the YouTube channel. It's at Sugar Ditch. 
uh, no one, two, three on that, just sugar ditch. There's going to be uh, maybe something to do with the podcast on there. Maybe a few things to do with the podcast on there. Some uh, Snapchat. We're going to have a Snapchat coming out that you all can subscribe to. That's That'll right. <laughs> My, uh, let me just open the floor. I laughed so hard earlier today because I was snapping just back and forth and then all of a sudden i get a, no- <laughs> a notification from none other than sugar ditch and i open it up and can do you want to say what it said on there you can <laughs> it, it, it just said cunt from the from the official sugar ditch snapchat to me and i think i said calm down i'm half of you <laughs> yeah uh, if you do subscribe to that you won't have to worry about Getting that message out, <laughs> that's egg. Yeah, that's listen. That's specific for me. That's my. That's the gift I get for the hours I put in. <laughs> that's not for you. Yeah. Yep. And then um, I'm thinking uh, we could try and start a Facebook group, maybe. Yeah, we're getting there, folks. We're our view, our weekly views are increasing. We're gonna get on that. Um, iTunes, we're just going to have a grand old day at the can, can I tell you something that's so minuscule but blew my mind the other day? Yeah. I was checking the, the podcast ratings, and I saw that we already had four views on our last episode, uh, the one on Brie Larson, and I uh, got so excited and flipped out. I think that's the quickest we've ever gotten multiple views on a, on a episode, and it made me so Frickin' happy and excited. Oh, good. Did you... you... Know, I sounded like a lunatic. No, I don't think you sounded like a lunatic. We were listening. We love all of you. Even when I want a soapbox. Yeah. Well, no, it's good. Listen. We became best friends because you were honest. And... Honest... It's not always easy to be honest and talk about things that you're passionate about and that's something that I struggle with a lot um both in my personal life and especially when it's being broadcasted here so I know that you feel like you came off uh kind of crazy you said and that made you nervous but I have a lot of respect for you for you being willing to stand up for something that you care about and being willing to talk about it uh and expose your view to the public and i think it's really brave and i have a lot of respect for it thank you yeah so the next episode y'all gonna get oh yeah yeah it's gonna listen it'll be fun do you uh do you still want me to uh make an itinerary for that episode or um i'll work on it okay okay all right all right then um this has been pen pals pop i'm your pen pal egg with me as always is otherwise known as just gg jess uh thanks for coming to our corner of the bookstore bye oh shit
Oh God, I meant to stop the recording and I hung up on Jess. No, 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 no.